Oh my god, did I tell you about the giant spider I killed on the table the other day? No. It was okay, it wasn't huge, but it was thick. He was maybe like big that boy. big, but he was thick. He yeah. was a big boy. You didn't want to just catch him and let him go. No, because <laughs> because I, I got up out of the hammock and he was walking across the table. I got up and he went He was outside. And I was like, he, he go was, jump on me. He was outside. <laughs> he's gonna bite me. No, he was big and he was black and he was thick and he had a bunch of red on his back. And I was like, that's the poet and the spider. No, let's see. Remember the quote. Remember the <laughs> Remember quote. Remember the quote. What's Where the it's quote? like, Wait, if I on. was, go. if uh, the quote is, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like if I'm just chilling, doing my oh, own no. thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. I hope, I hope that someone shows me the same level of kindness yeah. if I'm just minding my own business yes and not that's doing usually what i do inside if i see a bug inside i want to like take it out but this he was like, big he was a chonker i found a spider inside and i brought him outside and then i killed him and outside. i killed him out there <laughs> because that's the real world yeah. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the real world you ain't like a bitch <laughs> everybody <laughs> that was great thank you hi hello welcome to red velvet seats where everything's made up and the points don't matter <laughs> uh so if you're listening then that's great you listened earlier today that's great. hopefully um if you uh like to um pina coladas <laughs> <laughs> We're not very good at podcasting. No, the, the first part of the podcast is always the worst. Yep. Anyway, let's just get straight to the. So we're here again. We're Red Velvet Seats, where we watch movies and then we talk about them mm-hmm. because we have authority over uh, what is right to say about movies. It's true. <laughs> we went to college for this. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't. We um, went to college. Yep. Not for this, though. Um, I'm Emma. That's Jonathan. Yep. Um, we're a really cute couple who lives in <laughs> California, and we like to watch movies. So, yeah, here at Red Velvet Seats, we uh, pick a theme every month, and we watch four movies within that theme. So this month, we chose A24 Productions Films, because mm-hmm. they all put out a bunch of really great movies. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you've listened to every episode up until this point. We released three other ones uh, about Eighth Grade, The Black Coat's Daughter, and uh, Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. And now we're gonna talk about Midsommar or Midsummer, however you want to pronounce it. It's it's Midsommar. I looked it up. Midsommar. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Midsommar. Well, but it's also like, are you gonna say croissant or croissant? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, we also have a very special guest with us here today. Come on, please, everybody. <laughs> it's our good friend Kyle Sullivan. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Yay. We're I'm, so happy you're here. I'm here now. Yes, I'm happy too. We're yes. doing the podcast thing. I have headphones on. I love it. <laughs> it's so fun. It feels so, so fun. official. It's yeah, so fun. It is official because we have authority. Yeah, we do. Um, I went to college too, actually. I uh, yeah. did an art class and I, I didn't finish it. But you know, but I went to college. I, I sketched a, a sphere with charcoal. <laughs> yeah. Was it a perfect sphere? It, uh, it was not. It was um, not. It's okay. I, I stayed in right before the final, though, and then I dropped. Nice. They were like, Bye. "Why?" So I paid off the class five years later. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> what oh, a story! story. More of the stories, you know, you know, stick to your goals. So stick to your guns. <laughs> stick to your guns. Um, okay, so if you don't remember, last time we had a guest on our podcast, we asked two very important questions. Number one: What is the first movie you remember watching? <laughs> 
Midsommar. No, jeez, just today. <laughs> wow. Huh? I was I was reborn in that front room when I got here. Now, <laughs> the uh, the very first mo- movie I remember watching actually was Hellraiser, um, and that was with my dad when I was a little kid. Um, I think the second or third movie it was Land Before Time, but the very first one I remember watching, specifically sitting on the couch yeah. in my apartment with my dad and the hooks coming out and oh like grabbing the skin nice. and me just being like, whoa. And I got in trouble for talking about it at school. Oh my and God. They called my home and were like, hey, I think he got into like a movie he wasn't supposed to watch. And they were on the phone with my mom. My dad was laughing in the background. It was like, I just watched that with him last night. Oh my so, God. But that was the very first movie I remember watching, which is probably a huge influence on like who just I am. Just who and you what, are yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never growing up had to, you know, worry about if it was rated R or anything like that. So mm-hmm. yeah. it was actually, it was very weird to me talking to people and they were like, oh, my mom doesn't let me watch that. And I was like, why? why? Yeah. So, right. but. That's oh, interesting. Man. Yeah, it was a good one, you know. And then you have dreams where Land Before Time and Hellraiser blend together. <laughs> so you just have Long Neck coming out with pins oh, sticking out of his head. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are coming to a place of both pleasure and pain. The Great Valley. The Great Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Let oh, me see your awesome. tree stars. I was going to say something about tree stars. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot believe that. I mean, yeah, that's very telling of who you are today. Yeah. Knowing I mean, that that's that was... just the way it goes. That's, that's just, just the way, way it goes. <laughs> um, okay. You want to ask the second one? Yeah. What is it again? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I can answer that. Um, so... <laughs> okay. Wait. I know. I remember. Um, what is... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a very silly podcast i can feel it in my bones <laughs> um what is the movie that you remember watching where you started to look at film as more more than just entertainment um like when you really started to appreciate movies i mean i i get i, I feel like i just kind of felt that way from the beginning from just watching films mm-hmm. um if i if i had to think of a film that like the first time I remember watching it and it felt like deeper, more of an art form. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I actually, so oddly enough, a film, uh, Brazil comes to mind. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Um, it's Terry Gilliam. Um, it's really trippy. And I remember watching it and I was really, I was like 10 or 11 and I really didn't understand what was going on, (laughs) but it was just kind of like you were watching so many different things that it kind of felt like I was, I felt like I was watching art, but I didn't even fully grasp what the hell it was or what was going on. Um, But I, I don't know. I've always, I've always really liked films and kind of felt connected to films. Yeah. So I guess you could say just right from the beginning or um, (laughs) years later, either one of those. Perfect. That's great. That's great. So fun. Um, you know, really picked a side on that one. Yeah, you <laughs> really picked a side. Uh, yeah. Well, that's all we have for the beginning. Oh, oh no, we got we got to talk about what are you what are you into this yeah, week? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go. Mine's the same, probably. I don't know. Okay, mine's probably the same too. Okay, so the the third question that we did not prepare Kyle for is, uh, we uh, we just share what we've been into. Uh, Either in media, well, I mean, like media, like movie, TV show, video game is kind of the, is the, or even books, or even books, some sort of story-based creative thing mm-hmm. that you've been really into. 
Um, as of late. It's definitely Bioshock. Yep. Yeah, it's 110% Bioshock. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so I, I played through, I played Bioshock a couple times, um, but since the quarantine, I wanted to play through them again because I don't really ever have time for video games, and those are some of my favorite video games. And by playing through them again, it actually kind of like allowed me to really focus on the storyline more so than I feel like I had in the past. Mm -hmm. And it really pulled me in even further. And so playing those first, you know, Bioshock, Bioshock 2, Bioshock Infinite. And then I was kind of like at the end of Infinite, you're just kind of left wanting more. You're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm kind of not like done with that right now, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I looked it up and there was a book called Bioshock Rapture, which takes place all leading up to the first game. And then I read that and I was like, oh, I still want more. And turns out there was two phenomenal DLCs called Buried at, uh, Burial at Sea. And they came out in 2014. So they've been out for six yeah. years. And I'm yep. just like, just showing up to the party. <laughs> and I played them. And I like cried at the end of these. And so I like told Emma, because she I know she's really into Bioshock. And she beat both DLCs and she was crying. And we were just like, this is the best. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I called him after I yeah. finished it. And we, I was just, we were like, yeah. what? What? It's so beautiful. <laughs> How do we not know about this? How is this six <laughs> years old? Yeah, it's like the wavy yeah. TikTok photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been oh stuck gosh. stupid on that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm also reading the Gunslinger series, the Dark Tower series. Nice. I mean, from a. Uh, Stephen King, mm-hmm. you know, nice. I'm trying nice. not, I'm doing, I've been doing that thing because I've been reading a lot more recently mm-hmm. that like I see a book and I'm like, that looks really good. I'll start reading that. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I actually have like eight other books over here. I <laughs> so, I'm great at starting books. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. The first third of every book I know. Yeah. Down to a T. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, you don't want it to end. So just don't finish it. Just don't finish it. It's fine. Uh, Okay, um, yeah, mine's probably still the same. I was I was playing more of The Last of Us today. And that was it's mm. just so fun. It is very it's just fun. so fun and so spooky. So I'm spooky. really bad at shooting games. <laughs> I'm so bad I'm at them. Attest. But oh boy, oh boy, I do have fun. So, it oh, is... I don't want to kill you. Not even that. I just I get <laughs> so nervous. Can't I can't aim. <laughs> it's very bad. It's very bad. Have you played Dead Space? No. That game, you, you won't be able to play it. <laughs> it is like literally isolated in a floating space station with tentacle death monsters flying at oh you God. and headshots and body shots no. don't do as much damage. You have to shoot no. off the flailing appendages. No. And even after you shoot them, more shoot out and they crawl towards you. Okay. And it's dark and it's survivor. Yeah. So I'm not playing Dead Space. <sighs> you um, should. You should. I realize I really, really love, like I was thinking about, uh, more combat games that I like. Like, I love Bioshock so much, but yeah, I'm just really bad at shooting. I prefer, uh, like, more combat, like um, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. swords and just getting in there. It's so fun because then I can just button mash and, I, and it works out fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like fighting <laughs> games like Animal Crossing, Sims. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like more Farmville. exciting things. Animal Crossing <laughs> just gets me through just the, the depression. <laughs> there is a virus in the game, actually, yeah. so I'm quarantined in Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm just in my cute have little spy house. But I have another game inside of Animal Crossing <laughs> called People Crossing. Uh, which they're also quarantined in, so it's just multiple it's, layers of depression. You know, a lot point. of depression all around. It's like, it's like this <laughs> episode of The Office when Dwight has a second life <laughs> for a second. <laughs> I like my life so much, I made it again, except in this one I can fly. <laughs> Even in your fantasy, you're still the assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> <right? laughs> oh, so good. 
That's so good. Yeah. What about you, Jonathan? Um, you know, uh, my uh, my answer earlier today was Dying Light, and that is still true. Um, but I'm excited for um, Breath of the Wild too. I know it hasn't even come out yet, but I'm just like so ecstatic to see how the story develops. Me too. It looks so good, and I'm just I'm just ready for it to come out. But I know it's not gonna come out for like. Another year, maybe even a year and a half. Dude, really when upsetting. that comes out, we're really going to have to schedule playing yeah, times because no. we're both going to want to be playing it. Yeah, we're going to have to schedule times <gasps> where you are. I can't watch. Yeah, we can't watch each other play. No, we can't watch each other play. Oh, no. God, that's going to be terrible. I'm just waiting for uh, Bioshock 4 to come out. I know, me too. <laughs> it's going to be on the new platform, but it's going to be amazing. Wait, it's wait, wait, that mm-hmm. is coming? Yes. Wait, really? Yeah, Bioshock 4 is being made. Yeah. <gasps> I'm going to cry. And it, it's, it's going to be on like the PS5? PlayStation 5. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm, Which, I'm obviously getting that. I'm yeah. yeah. I didn't realize how much I love video games yeah. Yeah. until I researched it two years ago. A year and a half ago. Ten years ago, they're going to be like, what do you remember from the quarantine? <laughs> be like, a lot of uh, some people are be like, well, I remember it was hard and we barely made ends meet, you know, and other people are going to be like, I realize how much I like video games. <laughs> totally forgot. Uh, it was wonderful. I really delved into that story. Yeah. No, but I, I was thinking about it today, just like how video games, much like movies, encompass like so many of the arts mm-hmm. into one like one unit you know like music uh photography film obviously uh like writing and storytelling Mm -hmm. like there's just it just has it encompasses the entire thing one that's done well i mean it's kind of like a playable movie with choices yes yeah exactly and it's uh i mean like delving further into the the bioshock series and rapture and columbia and all that like I've come to realize that it is one of my favorite tales of mm-hmm. all time. And even though like five segments of that so far are playable tales mm-hmm. that you had, you know, it's, it's a video game. There's a lot of like shooting and getting plasmids and different goals uh, to that. But like when you look at, when you step back from it and look at the entire story of, you know, Jack and the, the, you know, Delta, the Johnny Topside, the second big daddy coming down and then, mm-hmm. Booker do it going up to Columbia and like how all these things are these multi-layered parts of the story and there's different timelines and dimensions and there's these sayings that just kind of resonate with you you know um, a man chooses a slave obeys there's always a lighthouse always uh, always a city always a man there's all these like cool iconic things and you're like this is just from a video game and I think the craziest part is sometimes like you're looking at like the city of rapture it's underwater it's it's incredible but like that only came about because they were like, well, the the last video game we did, they were isolated in space, and we don't want to do it in space, so where else can we do it? So it kind of came about by spitballing, sure. and the story itself grew Into out of that. Incredible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's kind of it's mind blowing that it happened like that. Yeah, yeah. it's so cool. I'm so Sorry, excited. Dude. It's gonna be a fun one. Too. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for joining our Bioshock podcast. <laughs> Wait, if, can we start a Bioshock podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I'm just like always down to start podcasts and then keeping podcasts going. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it's like you're like Step Kyle up. with books. With yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start a podcast. <laughs> yes. I am bioshocked. Spooky slumber party is still going strong, oh, though, yeah. generally. No, that slumber yeah, party thank, is great. Thanks to Scott. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Great Scott. <laughs> yeah. Not sure who's responsible, it's but Scott, one hundred percent. If it was on me to edit and produce this podcast every other week, I would be like, mm, this 
No thanks. <laughs> Why don't we just I'm do done. a book club that we blow off? <laughs> do a book club we blow off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So fun. so fun. Shall we talk about the movie? Let's talk about the movie. Midsummer. Midsummer. I don't know how you want to Midsomar. Midsomar. Middle of summer. Midsummer. Midsummer. Hey, soma down now. Soma down. Okay. Anyways. All right, I'm aware of yeah, those fun facts. <laughs> okay, so Midsommar, Midsummer, Mid... How do we... What's the... Midsommar, Midsommar is how you say it in Sweden. Midsommar. Swedish? Swedish. In Sweden. Okay, <laughs> so this movie came out in 2019. It's rated R. It's about two and a half hours. Directed by our sweet baby angel, Ari Aster, who we love and adore here on this podcast. And also on my other podcast, we have a fat crush on Ari Aster. Why don't you ask that girl out? Because I already asked her. Ta-doons. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, this, yeah, it came out July 3rd, 2019. Um, where's the box office? Okay. This had, this movie had a budget of $9 million. It's opening Eesh. weekend. What, $9 million? Okay, opening weekend, uh, they made six million five hundred thousand. Bummer. Yes, but but worldwide gross was forty six million eight hundred ninety thousand. Wow. wow. So you know they're doing okay. It yeah. did all right. Did all right. Um, I don't know why when it comes to like big movies like that, every time I hear like if they made fifty million, I'm like, is that a lot? Is that a lot? <laughs> I'm always like, is that a lot? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. dude, they. Like, cause okay, so does the budget include what they're paying the actors? That's what I always wonder too. Yeah, I don't know because That's I mean, because if they're like, you have nine million dollars, and I'm like, well, what if someone gets paid two million dollars to do the movie? Do you have seven million to do the movie? Yeah, I mean, this, this is probably a quick Google search we could have done before yeah. the podcast, yeah, but it's okay. But, you know, but I don't care. You know what? Hey, let's so live in 1995. Better. Yeah, where we, we don't, don't have, have phones. Google or phones. <laughs> um, this is just off of my notepad. Um, (laughs) on my phone (laughs) on my phone (laughs) okay fun facts for the movie Uh, the film was originally given an NC-17 rating by the MPAA according to Ari Aster around 30 minutes was cut from the final film mainly due to content the director's cut um, has those scenes restored so we need to find the director's cut is what I'm saying yeah how did we know (laughs) do you want a half hour more of the creepiest stuff you've ever watched hell yes it's just 30 more minutes of head smashing with hammers (laughs) smashing that old guy's head for 30 straight minutes the whole soundtrack is smashing pumpkins (laughs) (laughs) literal but um um okay so most of the swedish dialogue spoken by the harga natives is deliberately not subtitled in order to create the sense of isolation for the audience and especially for the foreign visitors yeah, i noticed that too mm-hmm. just a little bit things here and yeah. there narrated or subtitled yeah um oh, a little fun ari aster fact he has a real life fear of bugs and illness 
So, um, you know how Mark was freaking, freaking out, out about the ticks when they're walking through. Uh-huh. So that was like something that Ari Aster was legitimately freaking out about while on set. And they just kind of <laughs> threw that in there. <laughs> nice. He wore awesome. uh, two pairs of socks, one over his jeans to nice. make sure he didn't get any ticks. Yeah. Ticks um, are bad, man. They yeah. give you lime. Yeah. Lime is the worst. I've never had a tick bite before. I neither. I Especially if I you get it right now. I mean, it would make sense. Oh, the Corona yeah. and the Lyme disease. Oh my (laughs) god Oh my god I feel like I'm at work right now (laughs) Also do we say that Kyle and I work together We know know each other We know each other We're friends Both a couple jobs (laughs) Kyle and I work together at a bar And uh, this is how I work all the time Kyle just making stupid dad jokes And people stand there going "Uh, Can I please get a drink (laughs) We're doing a podcast right now please We're doing a bit Uh, Just wait Did you not see that It's come to come to fruition at the end Maybe Probably not It'll be an inside joke (laughs) Just stick around With you me And my friend Can I read that book My friend It's my favorite part of tonight um okay i've got three more fun facts and then the other facts i'm gonna share while we're talking about <laughs> those not particular so things they're right. not so fun um okay so when the film was released in sweden rather than eliciting fear in the audience many people laughed many swedish yeah. critics actually praised the film as an excellent black comedy yeah that's what wow. I too. they were like <laughs> history <laughs> <laughs> <One's> head smashing <laughs> <laughs> Uh, despite Harga being located in the north of Sweden, all the Swedish characters speak with a distinctly southern Swedish accent. I, I you know what? I, huh. I thought that, actually. Yeah, you noticed it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's like, actually, that's more southern. That's definitely a southern Swedish draw. Like, <laughs> donk. <laughs> donk. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Oh, this was, okay, uh, th- we can talk about that one later, too, because okay. I want to find the picture for that. Um uh, Anyways, those are my fun facts. There will be more sprinkled throughout. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, yeah, what do you guys want to talk about first? Just should we talk about how it was set up? Everything was set up beautifully. This entire movie is so beautiful in every I, aspect. Yeah. In every way. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's very it's visually it's it's very kind of vast. You know, those like big kind of like boom mm-hmm. shots where and like the color I think one of the the you know weirdest parts about it is kind of this it's very pretty right yeah but it's also supposed to be very unsettling yeah and they achieve that but it's it's weird that they achieve it in a such a picturesque scene with a perfect blue sky and they're in an open green field and a meadow where you typically associate that with happiness yeah and here you are completely isolated and but it's like you know you can run anywhere you want but then it's like where are you gonna go yeah you have no way out but you can go anywhere you want yeah you know and so it's (laughs) it's i feel like there's this constant dissonance in the film yeah where it's like everyone's happy but you don't know what they're saying and like it seems like everything should be fine but it's clearly not fine Mm -hmm. you know there's this underlying tension throughout the entire film yeah and i think they do a good job at kind of like maintaining that throughout the whole thing even you know even how it ends, you're kind of like, what? How do I? F- am yeah. I supposed to feel about any of that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I left the theater when I first saw that, just going like, okay, well, I yeah. feel different. Yeah, <laughs> us too. We were yeah. so unsettled, and it was just kind of like, ugh. Yeah, I just like feel. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. And weird. Yeah. Like it was a good film. Uh, like the way I describe it is that with Hereditary, 
you were like, you haven't seen Hereditary? Let's sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. With Midsommar, you're like, you haven't seen it? Here, borrow it and go watch it. <laughs> then let yeah. me know what you thought. Like, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will say, watching it again the second time through with you guys, it was much better, a lot more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And I was able to, like, since I wasn't trying to figure out what the hell was going on, where we were going, I was able to just kind of sit back, soak up the the iconography and, you know, just the different little subtle hints at things. I think yeah. like you pointed out the the bear picture where she or wearing mm-hmm. the crown above her when she was laying in bed like in the f- beginning of the film yeah mm-hmm. i mean when you first watch that through you're never gonna go oh because she's gonna be the prince yeah and he's gonna be in the bear suit yeah yeah i really like how ari basically like tells you everything that's gonna happen just at the beginning of the movie because that mural at the beginning of the movie it paints out and pinpoints every all all of the big points in the movie like even the cliff you can see the old people standing on the top of the cliff in that painting uh-huh. and um how mark is wearing like a jester's hat in the painting that's oh, right. foreshadowing all that whole thing is like this is how the movie's he gonna literally end says like i just drew this script for you this is the whole film this okay? is it <laughs> but you just soak it in as like just more weird creepy art right. that you're mm-hmm. looking at mm-hmm. like and even that scene uh where the the guy that brings them all there i forget his name um but they're like, what happens when you get to 72? And he like does the cut. Through, and, like, <laughs> and they're oh, like, you die. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, ha ha. And then he's like, seriously, watch tomorrow. We're going <laughs> to pop his head it's in with a hammer. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's just like little tiny things that just foreshadow a lot of what happens at the end. Yeah. And the first time you watch it, none of it means anything to you. Mm-hmm. And then the second time you watch it, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> I, I, think, I think really the whole film does a great job at just making you never feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really what Midsommar is to me. And I think maybe that's even part of like the aversion of being like, you want to watch it again? I'm like, ah, do I want to feel uneasy for two and a half hours? Yeah. Like even between uh, Danny and um, her boyfriend, Christian, yeah. Christian mm-hmm. through the whole film, what's really weird is that like, you feel like I really relate to Danny, you know, and I feel like she's really nice and sweet and he just kind of treats her like garbage the whole time right and so there's this constant you know missed like connection where it's like i don't want to keep using the word dissonance but that's what comes to mind is this constant counteracting of like how you should feel or like how like there's such a lack of communication Mm -hmm. where it's like even when she's just like oh i just wish you would have told me and he flips that around on her and then she's apologizing to him and the yeah. whole time you're just going like oh like yeah. it's, it's gut-wrenching yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah totally so yeah, yeah the whole Christian. film you're just kind of going like i can really appreciate how pretty and amazing this is but it's yeah. just so mm-hmm. unsettling yeah it's like uh what i think what's most unsettling is like i don't know you're sitting in you're sitting and watching and you you're, know you're watching a horror movie Right. And and like you've watched movies that are slow burns. I would say this would is a slow burn oh, yeah. with like Absolutely. a few spikes. Mm-hmm. Um and but like everything is normal. Yeah. Even uh, like the at least the way everything is presented, literally everything is presented in a like a normal acceptable way from the from the cult. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know like they're just like this is just normal. And and you're sitting in watching like this is not normal, but it's yeah. but it is normal. And I'm like, there's this. Uh, uh, I d- think dissonance is a really interest or is a, a accurate depiction because it's like this two like opposing normalcies um, that are just constantly in conflict mm-hmm. because we know it's not so acceptable to yeah. uh, like 
collect people and then murder them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for them, it's totally, it's like, it's oh, we do this every... It's just they do. And like, yeah, I like you're, you know that, it's, or like you're like, I don't know, justifying like, okay, this is normal for this culture. It's not okay, but it's normal. And it's like, I don't know. I just thought yeah. that was interesting. And I th- well, I think because in a lot of horror movies, there's a standard progression of tension. Yeah. So you have this like, you know, a little a hint of like, ooh, something that's a little scary and that's a little scary and scary, scary and scary and woo, you know, and then the next once the, the monster's kind of out of the closet, then it turns into this like the chase and then the climax mm-hmm. of like them fighting and there's some kind of like uh, conflict resolution. Whereas this the whole time, it kind of just had this like, aha, we're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Even as people were dying, they're like, don't even worry about it, man. Like, it's chill. And they're like, we're just going to cut open a bear and put you inside and light you on fire. <laughs> we're fine. You know? We're and so, fine. so that's why it, it is kind of weird, you know? And they kind of maintain that the whole time. Even as tensions build, things get creepier. I mean, there is at least a swelling of creepiness towards the end. Sure. But, but it never is really this, like, you know, iconic, like, oh, like, Jaws pops out and bites the guy in half. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ah! like mm-hmm. not to say that there aren't shocking visuals there definitely are like you said there are spikes yeah. throughout the film where you're like whoa it's like just enough to keep you going like that was that was crazy because yeah. mm-hmm. it definitely is a slow burn almost to the point where that might be a part of the disorientation of that because you're like right. oh, how hour 45 minutes we're still into this movie yeah where is this going what's happening <laughs> yeah. here you know so it is all kind of very disorienting yeah definitely I, I mean, like yeah, one of those first big spikes is like at the beginning of the movie when you see Danny's oh sister yeah. with that pipe taped to her face and right. vomit running down her shirt. And yeah. it's just like, oh, my God, it's jarring. It's like, oh, yeah. OK, that's what's happening like that here. Was, uh, you so like just to visualize that the um, suicide moment, mm-hmm. like she put a hose of exhaust, like taped it to her mouth. Yeah. So she was conscious enough to sit here sit there Breathe and then she in. was awake during the entire process of her dying yeah of her like intake well probably the not toxic. for too long because yeah, the carbon passed dioxide out passed out oh that's true i guess the huh? thing that i was thinking of is i wonder like if you would actually be able like if that wouldn't if you had too much air going in that it would basically make it the hose pop off your face mm. you know i don't know if it was like oh, so, like a slow enough kind of thing where you could actually just breathe cycle the breath and you uh-huh. know it's not because if it like imagine trying to do that with a hair dryer it's like oh, you know like, <laughs> I, I don't think you'd be able to like tape that to your face but it's probably not that powerful yeah, yeah it was just yeah. it was probably mo- as as slow as that as that exhaust moves it i mean fumes, it's probably it's yeah. just fumes it's just slowly coming through so it's not like pumping in but yeah like breathing out at the same time that well vomit got down her shirt so there must have been like a way for it to escape yeah. for her to breathe out so Maybe but I, and out like that, that whole scene was prefaced with christian wanting to break up with danny yes. you know so it was just about to break up and then here he is cradling Ooh. her going like ah yeah least. you can see the look on his face that he's just like well shit like i'm stuck here for who and, knows how and much in longer that, in that situation it is it is kind of crazy because it's like what like on what level do you really like yes obviously we can all agree that like when she gets that news, just being like, well, guess what? I'm also breaking up with you, so yeah. at least this isn't that bad. But I I would also say that it is, you know, equally bad for two people to stay into stay in a relationship that you know you are not invested yeah. in. Oh, totally, so, yeah. um, so I wonder, like, I guess maybe I think you just stay with someone long enough until you can be like, hey, like, now that you kind of got your feet on the ground, like, I want to let you know where I'm coming from. Like, I was... 
I was planning on breaking up with you before this happened, you know, and I know this is really hard to hear. I don't think there's really a, a nice, soft way to say this, yeah. but ultimately you don't want me here. But Ooh. like he didn't have that. He was like, oh, I'll just stick around and hate her and she'll hate me. Yeah. I mean, point it's like case, a strange obligation. Like, I wonder what his thought process was with that, because he could have just broken up with her because he was a dick. Yeah. So it's like that's something he'd do anyway. <laughs> In his mind, this was but, him being chivalrous. Yeah, exactly. Sure. It's like there's just forgetting just, her birthday and being like, here's a pot of a loaf. <laughs> I, I got this loaf in the corner. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, where did that cake America? come from? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. yeah. So Christian sucks. Yeah. Um, he's just like. He just is uh, like indecisive. Like he just doesn't know what to do with himself. And even throughout the film, like everything that he does, the only decision he makes is kind of uncertain still. But it's it's when he decides that he's going to do his thesis yeah. on the on the, the community. Yeah. And even that is so like douchey. just thrown together. It feels like yeah. You know? But everything, everything he does is just so. And he acts so passionate about it. Like, of course I would do it. And yeah. and Josh is like, "You asshole!" <laughs> like, yeah. what? Well, and I think both times I watched the film, uh, when he said that, I was like, I didn't even know he was doing a thesis. Yeah. Like, I yeah. always get to that point where I'm like, oh, I guess you're doing a thesis too. Yeah. At you the know? beginning, Danny talks to him about it and is like, "Are you going? Is it research for your thesis?" And he's like, "I don't know what my thesis is." Yeah. And because he's he's just kind of out there spiraling he's not really sure of what he's doing mm -hmm. he has no idea so he's just trying to seem like he has it together i yeah. guess when he says he decided to do his thesis on the community but i don't know he just annoys the shit out of me yeah, he's yeah. the worst yeah even and like as an actor and a person too yeah, as yeah. a person <laughs> when i was younger i had a really hard time separating the character from the people i would see them like on the cover of a newspaper i'm like there he is and my parents would be like yeah that's there the actor is. that's not really who he is i'm like he really killed him in the movie <laughs> the bad man oh that's so cute oh um the uh, yeah. the drug use throughout the film. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it's pretty prevalent as well, and um, non consensual. Only one time is it consensual. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> a lot of hallucinogenics. Um, and from my online research, children, I've never taken hallucinogenics <laughs> in in my entire life, except for the times that I have. Um, it uh, <laughs> they nail the way that it can make you feel and the, the visual aspect of things kind of breathing and moving in and out and back and forth and swirling around. So I think that is just another layer of the disorientation that they add to the film. Mm -hmm. But yeah, a lot of drug use throughout the entire film. And I think that's another thing that kind of like takes you out of a zone where you feel like you can handle what's going on. I mean, the whole... Mm -hmm weird deflowering scene <sighs> where they give him <laughs> the, the guy claps and, he's, oh. you know, and he gets all sad he's like what, what are they do doing that? yeah <laughs> it's, so it's uh what's going on yeah it's so it's so weird but it's definitely it's it's this bizarre driving force that they use keeping everyone kind of like hallucinating you mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. very uh very pleasant visuals the the flowers breathing in and out mm -hmm. is i mean someone has taken acid or mushrooms that worked on that film yeah a hundred and seven um another one of my fun facts actually has to do with that um do, 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 do. here it is uh throughout the film danny hallucinates the plant life interacting with her and growing into her so this foreshadows her eventual decision to join the community at the end of the film additionally her interaction and growth with the plants gets more pronounced as the film progresses 
Notable examples include the tuft of grass growing through her hand, the grass consuming her feet, the vines on her throne reacting to the movement of her arms, Mm -hmm. the flowers in her crown breathing in sync with her, and in the final scene, the dress and crown made entirely of flowers, signaling her complete engulfment by the community. Mm -hmm. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I like, you notice those things and you think it's just because she's probably hallucinating, but like they're all signifiers of her slowly being brought into this community yeah. that has i oh, and the part when she, they, she first gets there and that guy oh, like yeah, shakes yeah. all of their hands and then he comes and hugs her and says welcome home oh yeah Ooh, yeah, i didn't that notice that creepy. before that was fun i was like oh my god they know well they know and uh well you look at the life she came from her whole family was just murdered and committed suicide mm-hmm. she's in an extremely toxic relationship with someone that Clear. I mean, you can just see it in the way that he interacts with her. He does not want to be with her. He yeah. doesn't love her. Mm-mm. And I think she is just more afraid of being alone than anything that she'll put up with it and mm-hmm. kind of play the the apologizer the, the whole time. Yeah. And so throughout the film, as she's, you know, ascending into this May role or May Queen kind of position, by the end, when the barn is burned down and she's standing there with a a crown of flowers and she's smiling. I think it's kind of this understanding that like my entire previous life has burned away mm-hmm. and it's gone now. All of it is gone. I'm in the middle of this, <laughs> this strange place. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is my, my life now. These are my people and all of the things in my past they are, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. You know? she, she finally feels wanted and loved and accepted yeah. by a, a family, a new community. So yeah, that's, that's definitely why I think this movie is really beautiful as messed up as it is yeah and she definitely <laughs> does become a part of them because even mm-hmm. when she's crying they are all crying in unison that was my you know? favorite scene and it's oh my it's god such a trip and she i think she's kind of realizing that like they're grieving with me mm-hmm. my grief is your mm-hmm. grief kind mm-hmm. of a thing it's so. like validating her grief and one and making her feel loved and accepted and like you can we want we all want to feel these things with you we want to carry your burden yeah i love that i loved it yeah, so it pretty and, much and yeah and once again it's kind of a flip from the entire rest of the film because mm-hmm. the whole beginning of the film is uh, this group of people that really are just like oh she's coming and yeah. like why are you still with her and she sucks and you're looking at this character and you're like she doesn't suck She's like, great. She's she just been through a lot of cool. shit. And then this happened, and then everyone's kind of like awkwardly tiptoeing around her. You mm-hmm. know, I think that's also a part that constantly makes you kind of feel uncomfortable, is because you feel like no one's saying what needs to be said. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh my god, can someone just communicate in this goddamn yeah. movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. wanting, you're wanting Danny to find, to feel something that she gets. The thing that she gets at the end, you're wanting. Yes. Uh. But you don't want it in the way that it happened. Yeah. You know, like you want you want her to feel like loved in, in in the community, but the way that she got there was just so unsettling and unnecessary. It felt unnecessary. You know, like um Yeah, I guess that's all I had to say. Well well yeah, and I think it just kinda goes to show you just kinda how unusual of a film it is because is it a horror film? I suppose so. Yeah. You know, but is it also kind of like a happy film in a weird way in a very is strange it an empowering <laughs> film kind of in a strange way yeah. and there are parts that are even kind of funny you know so yeah the kids are watching a vhs of austin powers if you want to join yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like yeah i don't 
I didn't leave the theater being like, I am scared. No. I just felt like very heavy and different and kind of like I have a lot to try to unpack Twisted. and, and yeah. kind of just going, what the hell just happened? Yeah. yeah. Like, what did I just watch? Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to feel right now because But like, that's how I felt after uh, Hereditary, too. I think Ari Aster is just really talented in making you feel that way. Mm-hmm. He's really good at it. Um, yeah, I just, I really love him. Hereditary definitely had uh, much more of a horror vein, though. Yeah, yeah. totally. You know? Especially with all the paranormal stuff. Yeah, the and paranormal, the, demon possession. the crawling on the, the, the roof. Mm-hmm. and the, like, But yeah. it's, again, I didn't leave feeling like horrified, like, oh, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. It was more just kind of like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Wow, that is yeah. a lot, you know? Yeah. Midsommar, it's, it's, a, it's a phenomenal film. It's a great yeah. film. It was yeah. beautiful. Everything about it, especially watching it through the second time, it really hammered it in for me as like, this is an incredible movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just, he's a master of making you feel extremely uncomfortable and, um, but also like relate to the characters. He wrote the character of Danny really interestingly. Um, I just love her a lot and I feel for her. Um, what else was I going to bring up? Um, oh the the like communal feeling you see that a couple other times too like it's just kind of like their thing they all want to feel these things uh together like when the um when the Uh, old man jumps off the uh the hill and he's not dead yet and he's like screaming everyone starts screaming yeah and is like feeling this like just this like primal um hurt you know yeah. <laughs> like and everybody's feeling it with him because he's still a member of their community they still want to make him feel i guess validated and like you know take his burden as well like feel it with him and then at the end of the movie when the barn is burning they're mm-hmm. all screaming yeah, and running totally. around and like feeling like they're burning and stuff and i think part of that is so foreign to at least a western oh, yeah. culture because we i think it's kind of a byproduct of having such a free market kind of a society mm-hmm. which is so dedicated on you being productive and making things work for yourself mm-hmm. and so that kind of plays into your mindset and you're like you're you're very independent you know mm-hmm. you can have a community but it's not really like it's nowhere near as kind of like enmeshed as it was in we're Midsommar. all a family and i think yeah. you yeah you feel that when you first see the movie and you go in and they're all wearing white and they all look very s- similar because they all have you know blonde hair mm-hmm. and you know very pale complexion because that's just the swedes you know mm-hmm. and but to have on top of that they're all running around in like these you know skin colored sandals or bare feet mm-hmm. and they it kind of has that like cult feel to it you Mm -hmm. know and this hive think which is also another layer that's kind of foreign but to feel in a group is completely foreign to to western society unless you're at a funeral like it has to really Mm -hmm. be pushed like if you're at a funeral you're at a birth or you're at a birthday party but just just to just feel like that on a like I, I forget who told me, but it was basically saying that like different cultures have different uh, distances that people will talk to one another. And when I'm talking to you, like if I were to get like another foot closer to that would be considered pretty like an intimate range. And that's still about like two feet away from you, mm-hmm. where some mm-hmm. cultures they talk within eight, 10 inches away right from there. each other's faces, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, whoa, like get out of my space, mm-hmm. you know. And so everyone's personal bubble is a little bit different. So even in the movie when they're all crying and they're talking like you see when uh the the guy that brings them all over and he greets that older guy when they first get there he hugs them and they hold each other in the back of the neck in western culture like you're holding someone in the back of the neck that's usually to bring them in to kiss Mm -hmm. or you're in an you know an extremely emotional 
moment, but not just as a casual greeting. And they were standing very close. Pelvis is very close. Yeah. They were kind of hugging. That I feel like even the actors in that scene were, or you know, the characters in that scene were kind of looking, being like, "What the hell is going on here? Like, yeah. who's this guy?" <laughs> that you know? looks intimate. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's all very kind of like subtle uh, things. Yeah. Yeah, just, like that. It's very, very different, very unusual. You yeah. Know? Yeah, unusual for us for sure. Yeah, Especially to like... to see it as a, a Swede and or a Swedish person, you mm-hmm. know, and to to think, oh, I kind of thought that was a little bit of like a dark comedy. Just to, goes to show you that the lens in which we view things is completely based upon where you're from, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. Oof, so many layers, so this, many fun things. This to movie talk is about. an onion. <laughs> a lot of layers. Layers. Did you get the the TikTok I sent you the other day about the the salesman in a in a musical talking about the onion? Oh my yes, god! Yes, yes, yes. So Let's talk about this layers. onion right here. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, um, yeah. Do you have more notes? Anything else I, you wanted to touch on? I think. Um, I think that was pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Oh, my notes. Did you um, have another note, Jonathan? Uh, no, I just want to talk about... Uh, I just love mirror shots. Oh, or yeah. Or reflective shots mm-hmm. where you don't see the... The camera doesn't see the actor's face, but you see the person via reflection in a oh mirror yes. or a window. I just love, they love, did that love, twice love, 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 love. They did that three times. Three times? What was the third time? Uh, So first time is in... The apartment. temple with the... Oh, the, yeah, the apartment. The mm-hmm. apartment. Second time. Oh, man. The place with the books. The temple, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the third time. I think there's one more was time. Was there another one? I think mm. there's one more time. Uh, oh, oh, oh. oh in, the, in, in the shed outhouse. when she sees her um, her sister behind yeah. her. Spooky, I, I don't know why. Yeah. I just love. It just puts. I don't know. You're not watching the person. I don't know why I, I don't know why I love. Yeah, that no, it's shot it's so it much, is a really but... cool shot. Like, I mean, I was actually while we were watching the movie, I was thinking of like, what is it really that creeps me out in a film? And for me, hands down, it's when there's a a creepy figure in the background. Yeah, that mm-hmm. kind of just pops out. Yeah, I think they did that in Hereditary at one point. Um, if I'm thinking about it correctly, oh, where the naked guy. <laughs> Uh, well, there's that, or or <laughs> no, people. where she was on the ceiling at one point. Oh, and and I think yeah, like yeah, you yeah. had to kind of like, oh, did you see her there? Kind of a oh, thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but they do that a lot in scary movies, and to me, it's that's that's my favorite shot. You know, mm-hmm. like I think we all have shots that we really like, but for me, it's when you're you're looking at a scene and you're looking at the protagonist, and then your eyes scan the rest of the room, and then in the darkness, subtly you see this something kind move. of move or creature kind of pop, and that's when mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yep. and like yep. that's that's the stuff that makes the hair on my neck stand up, you mm-hmm. know, because mm-hmm. um, jump scares are cool every once in a while, yeah. you know, where it's like, wow, but like I want when I watch a scary movie, I want it, I I think I mark it by how i'm trying to sleep that night <laughs> if it's still in my mind and i'm like oh my god that's so yeah. creepy yeah. like signs was a great movie that did that when i was a kid yeah, yeah. yep the, the the alien leg yeah exactly <gasps> going in the corn stocks 2020 is so crazy that ufos have been confirmed and no one really cares no one really cares <laughs> pentagon's like by the way these are real ufos and we're like Cool, that's crazy. You know Kobe died? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of other stuff going on right All now. All of Australia caught fire. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? Yeah. Obviously not Australia. Um, um, I have two more fun facts. Fun facts. Yeah. That I wanted to talk about. 
Um, so this might be more widely known. I tried to remember to look at this in the movie and then I forgot, but I found the picture. Um, so toward the end of the film, when Danny is lifted onto the pedestal to be carried to the dinner table, mm-hmm. uh, you can make out her sister's face in the trees with the exhaust tube in her mouth. Whoa. And found it. Look at this creepy shit. You can kind of see it back there. You got to put that oh, on the wow. Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'll put it on Instagram. That is crazy. Look at I that. See this. I got to see this. That's <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> spooky. Isn't that spooky? What? I really wish I would have remembered to pick that out, but Oh, and the scene where her parents yes. actually walk by her. Oh, yeah. Parents walk by in, her. In, in in I missed that the first time through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then my last most favorite fun fact about this movie. So after the weird sex scene, <laughs> Christian was supposed to run away in the robe that he entered in. Um, but the actor who plays Christian actually suggested that he run out completely nude to appear more vulnerable. Uh, so that's why he ends up running out naked. Uh-huh. Um, so the actor was inspired by having recently watched The Last House on the Left from 1972. Like many films in the horror genre, female characters are disrobed, humiliated, and or assaulted before their demise. Uh-huh. He felt it was due time that male characters be made to suffer similar indignation. Totally. I was like, oh, yeah. that's fucking rad. I think uh, that that happens a lot in in horror films, you know, where you get the the girl that's completely naked running mm-hmm. around yeah and for so long it was like yeah can't can't show a, a wiener though yeah yep. you know and it's it was like oh that's very taboo i'm like well i mean we're gonna show the lady bits yeah we show you lady bits the, and titties the all the time bits. yeah <laughs> so but uh yeah yeah that was it definitely would have looked weirder with a robe i mean mm-hmm. or maybe not weirder but like it definitely had a really he was completely vulnerable yeah. he's running around and people were seeing him you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody looking at him like, oh, this guy, this guy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's, like, actually what it's called. Oh, really? No, that was one of my other fun facts, but it's kind of long. Uh, What they do is they take a knife or a hatchet and they hack off the connecting ribs that are on your spine and they break those away and then they pull your lungs out and uh, they stick them on top of the ribs. And so your lungs breathe like this uh you die don't get me wrong you yeah die. you die quick yeah but <laughs> so it makes this like blood eagle yeah my fun fact was about that it's it's an old viking ritual right really? yeah. yeah well yeah it's viking it's custom. debatable how much that they, they actually did it um but it's you know it's historically documented yeah. so sure kyle's actually a, a viking so you know we've got yeah we have um a reputable source here a reputable so source. i have the beard to prove it i went to beard college mm-hmm. yeah yeah got my degree in norse mm, that's just norse. what it's called norse that's how i knew what the elder futhark runes were it's true dude he called out what those runes were in the movie right here. yeah there the aruz there it is there it is the yeah. aruz yeah wow. so yeah i really appreciated that Christian yeah. running around nice. nudie, penis flapping about. Penis flapping about. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's the cold opening right there. Penis flapping about. That's what you're getting into in this episode. <laughs> Anyways, um, um, yeah, those are all my fun facts. Um, yeah. Does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Does it? um yeah, yeah because I, so. uh, there's a I mean, lot there's... of scenes with just two girls talking about something yeah. that is yeah definitely yeah, in the mm-hmm. 
the villagers and the I was say in the kitchen. In the kitchen. In the, oh my god, yes. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my head. I'm so sorry. In the kitchen. You know, the women in the kitchen. They weren't talking about yeah. men in there. They were just making them food. John, how dare you? We're gonna make you run out of here with your dick flopping. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time. Uh, but no, they do. Yeah, a lot of women um, like dancing around the maypole, and then the um, uh, when they're blessing the crop grounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. All, yeah, all of the interactions with women in this drinking, movie. Drinking the, the flower. The, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, all oh, of yeah. the conversations between my, women in this movie have nothing to do with men. It's just about, um, yeah, well, and enjoying well, each yeah, other's company. So. Yeah. I mean, there are, like, there are references to the men. Like, what's his name? Yeah, but they're not talking about, like, he's well, so some, No, yeah, it's not like <laughs> some, that. Yeah. Some it's, are, it's, there are plenty of other conversations that there are no references to the men uh but there are some it's almost like the culture almost gets you on board like even after the first deaths of the because the older people that walked off the cliff you're like well you chose to do that yeah the circle life okay yada yada and then the rest you're like okay now you're just killing people now you're just killing people (laughs) this is part of the culture i'm like you can't do whatever you want yeah that's an interesting (laughs) that's an interesting um topic i think maybe like what what crosses the line in like what can you say oh it's their culture we'll let that happen like what what crosses the line right. with that like when does it become like that's morally wrong or that is potentially illegal perfect example uh, m- m- I, took, well, I took a cultural anthropology class <laughs> tell me did you and yeah and uh there's you went to college i did go to college um <laughs> and there is the gabusi people in the papua new guinea and the way that the young males become adults, and we're talking like 10 years old, is oh, they geez. have to go into the forest with the adult men's and copulate them orally and consume the product of no. it. And that's how they become men. And that's part of their culture. And oh my God. these are children, you know, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh my God. And so that's where I'm like, eh, I think we can agree that's morally that wrong. That's morally wrong. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, Whoa. yeah, the Gabusi people. I know when we were learning about it, I kept raising my hand, being like, okay, um, question one, what? Uh, <laughs> is this for real? Like, is this serious? And it is. So I think, like, Yikes. that kind of, and I think that's probably the far end of some of the spectrum, but there's stuff there and probably some. Stuff further on past that spectrum, but right, it's that's oh. what I'm saying. Like sometimes it's like definitely you want to respect people's culture, but I think there's also a level where we have to agree that there is a global culture. Yeah, where we all kind of go, hey, protect like as children. people, we shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. you know, like Ooh. if your part of your culture is eating babies, like we go, hey, can't now. It's no. probably got to put the Uno card down on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, yeah, it's that's an interesting topic to that talk is, about yeah that's crazy happy because who, <laughs> <laughs> who gets to decide that you know like yeah and I how do you and how and how do you like do you enforce that yeah. you know like i know yeah it's i mean morality i think is subjective only to an extent you know i think there there's some universal truths that most humans i think you know you don't need anything telling you if you were to try to like kill someone and the reaction you would get from them you would probably know in your brain just going like oh that it's probably not good that's not good you know like (laughs) even if you don't know what good is you can know that this thing wants me to stop doing that and i feel weird for trying to do that Mm -hmm. i think most people will feel that you know if you're not um you know dealing with psychopathic tendencies so it's like who knows maybe it's just some people in that uh, the gabusi a long time ago was like 
we could probably get the kids to do this. And then oh, it just Jesus happened that Christ. way for years and years. Yeah. Super creepy. <sighs> oh, Very that's weird. so messed up. That's really sad. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Anyway, Merry babies. Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yikes. <laughs> yikes, um, yikes. I will say, um, I never thought I would watch this movie again. I <laughs> yeah. when I first first time Honestly, I me too. first time I watched it, I was like, I could go the rest of my life without watching that movie ever again. <laughs> and after watching it a second time, I think I not that I want to watch it a third time, but I would be a, I'm more susceptible to it because the second time through was like much better much less shocking Crazy. and yeah. much Things less yeah. like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> you know, like, I feel the exact same way. Like yeah. the very first time I watched it, I said, I was like, well, I don't need to see that one again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and then when you said like, Hey, we're watching Midsommar and we're doing a podcast afterwards. I was like, well, I just want to hang out with them. So I'll go watch the movie. <laughs> and then I'm glad I did because watching the movie a second time through, I was like, wow, actually that was way more enjoyable. Yeah. I think part of it is because you're not trying to figure out what is going on. Yeah. And you're able to kind of like take a little bit more of a backseat because you know where it's going. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I got to kind of look at all the little hidden stuff that I might have missed the first time. Yeah. The, the foreshadowing. I love watching movies a second time and, and recognizing the foreshadowing. There's just so many yeah. moments. I bet. I mean, I bet there's still a bunch that we missed in it. Oh, oh yeah. Totally. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just like even just though the relationship between Danny and um, Christian. Uh, no. Nope. Paella. What's Paella? his name? Paella? <laughs> What's, what's his name? Danny what's and, his uh, name? That Spanish rice dish. <laughs> <laughs> it does start with a P. Uh, Pella? Pella? Pablo? Pablo. Pablo Sandoval. Pele. 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 Um, his first words of the movie are directed at Danny. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw if yeah, you and she, that. Yeah, she the whole time, or like he was always this like connection into the the group of guys like he always felt more yeah. positively connected to her than christian ever did you mm-hmm. don't really get a whole lot of um positive connection from them too even when christian said oh you know i'll wait i'll wait to take the mushrooms you guys go on ahead without me mm-hmm. he did that thing where he he was doing it where like being like no i'm gonna wait for her she's the reason why i can't do it with you guys yeah so i'm gonna wait and then as opposed the, like when they're like but then we're all gonna have different trips yeah, and he's like and he well just, do you want to wait for us yeah and it's like you're putting so much pressure on her you asshole yeah, like yeah. you're making this her fault where it's kind of like you're you're in your mind you think you're doing this chivalrous thing but that would have been like you know what man like I'm just not feeling very good right now. Like, I think I'm going to wait a little bit and be like, dude, no, we talk, we plan this and be like, yeah, but I just just don't really feel it. A perfect example is Jim Halpert from the office is great at doing that. Where like, if he wants to wait, like he never puts it on Pam, you know, he comes up with some goofy excuse like, yeah, Yeah. I'm sorry. That's what it is. I'm not doing it. You know, as opposed to being like, well, you know, the old ball and chain. (laughs) Yeah, totally. He does. Where it's like that. I've never understood that even when I'm, I'm working and you get someone that's complaining, I'm like, what, how, like, how? What an idiot you are that you married someone you complain about. <laughs> yeah. all the time. You had you got to choose anyone in the world. It's such you a know, weird like, thing, especially among women to like complain about their husbands. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why did you why'd you marry him? I'm like, you if you don't like him, why don't did you understand? marry him? Your, your significant others are direct reflections of you. Mm. Like those are your choices. Ooh. Like, oh. <laughs> Zing. I Marriage make some pretty good choices. It's expensive. <laughs> it's <is> expensive. <laughs> um, I thought it was funny the point you two made about not wanting to watch this movie again. I don't know if it's just maybe because I'm a woman and this movie is very cathartic for women, probably, but I was mm. very excited to watch this movie again. That's cool. Yeah. It just feels like 
it feels it feels very powerful to me just the entire movie especially at the end when you just see her smiling as she's watching it burn i'm just like god I well and her. so i i didn't really get those layers the first time i mm-hmm. watched it right like i got much more meaning out of it the second time mm-hmm. i think the first time is because my brain was trying to categorize it and file it into a genre mm-hmm. and it didn't want to comfortably fit into any of them. Right. And so I, I kept just kind of being like, what the hell is going on here? And yeah. then when I was at the end and I was like, because it didn't feel like this whole like, and that's the end and it all makes sense now. You yeah, know? you're still was, very uh, like confused and there's a lot of open ends at the end. Yeah, where it almost kind of feels like if a movie had ended like three quarters of the way through and you're like, that's it. And you're like, I need closure. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So going through it again the second time, I did have closure and and it felt much better. And I got like the story is almost like buried six inches beneath the surface of the entire film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you just got to dig a little bit the whole time, you know, and you're following this this cord that's just coming out of the ground a little bit the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I think when you've already walked that path once, it's a lot easier to focus on the subtleties and the and the the hidden story, you know, or even just the slightly hidden story right. the second time through. Yeah. That's why, and I think that's why I kind of was just like, oh, it was a lot easier to watch. It was a lot more fluid to watch as opposed to going like, how's this coming in? Is that, so wait, what is, what is the deformed kid? Okay, wait. And <laughs> so the parents, did they kill? Okay. You know, so yeah, it, yeah, it's watch the movie, then watch it again. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you watch it twice yes. because then it'll all make sense. Yeah, I agree. Do a little um, research. I was thinking about like what is the, what's the moral? Is not really the right word I want to look for, but what is the story? What's the movie about? It's a breakup story. That's what it comes down to. It's just okay. a story of a breakup, a really crappy one. You think it's about a breakup? <laughs> I think it's, I think it's a breakup story. Oh, interesting. I, I okay. think it can kind of be a breakup story. I think it can kind of be a um a shedding off of like a false identity and becoming who you are kind of a story, you Mm. know, like at the end where she just like, like the Phoenix, she's like reborn through fire and she's like everything from her past. She's just let go Mm -hmm. and it's all gone kind of a thing. Um, I think it also uh, on face value can just be a slow burn, creepy horror movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that is true. You know, like I think it's really, it's kind of like, like art, you know, how you could look at a painting and someone be like, it's a picture of a lake. You know, but someone can be like, no, it's way deeper than that. So I think yeah. you can get out of it. Uh, I, I think it's different to everyone that watches it. You yeah. know, I mean, I'm sure some people watched it and just bawled their eyes out and was like, this is the best film I've ever seen. Yeah. And there are other people that watched it and be like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I ever want to yeah. watch that again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> that I think I was on this on the team, especially tonight. I was on the team of nearing being the bawling my eyes out person because just realizing all of the things that come together. I found myself getting got, I got teary eyed a few mm-hmm. a few scenes. It was hmm. just like it just feels. Yeah, it feels really cathartic. <laughs> it's like it's just a really beautiful movie about I don't know, even just I guess even just women coming together and supporting each other and um i don't know just danny finding her strength and finding like a place where she feels accepted and loved it's just yeah i think it it is important to see though that like the the women coming together is a part but even like as well as it's a community that's coming apart Mm -hmm. because the community there didn't really seem to be a hierarchy or a patriarchy or a matriarchy yeah like they are a collective of people together just kind of like sharing 
the mm-hmm. space and the presence. Mm-hmm. So like the women did come together for her. But then as, as you look at it from it's a communal standpoint, community, it yeah. is the entire community, mm-hmm. you know. And I think once again, that's probably that taps into the kind of like, well, who's the leader here? Because mm-hmm. you see different speakers at different times, totally. you know, and you're it's kind of this like amorphous changing figurehead. Like sometimes this person's talking, sometimes this person's talking, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and everyone seems to like fill different roles. And but it's all kind of like fluid and you, you don't even get the distinction between the clothing. Like the clothing is yeah. all kind of the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so. All but, yeah, I mean, I now also have a much deeper appreciation for this film because I don't normally dissect films like this, oh, you know. Really? So yeah, so I think <laughs> we do this a lot. Yeah, we do yeah. this all the time. So, this is why we wanted to start a podcast. Yeah, like because we do, we do this, this a lot, yeah. literally after any movie that's worthy of it. That's worthy of it. <laughs> I, I mean, like that, yeah, that's why we've movie. only done six. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Um, the second month we did we did uh, weird romance movies. Yeah, so it was, was in fun. February, and that was a fun month. We did. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm, love that film. So yeah. good. That's one of my faves. Meet then, me in Montauk. It's, it's so beautiful. So Anyways, yeah, we really like doing this. So mm-hmm. do you ever want to come again? Yeah. Or if you ever want to just talk about movies, we're always I down. I love it. If you guys want to have me back. Of course. Um, Kyle. Oh, wait. We need to do our rating. Yeah. You want to you kick off the rating portion? Yeah. One to ten popcorn buckets. One to ten popcorn buckets. I'd give this... Um, I give this like an 8.5. Nice. 8.5. Uh, the only thing taken away from, um, for me anyway, a little bit is the pace. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pace is just like, I understand it's a slow burn. Um, it's just a little slow. Like, I think you could have shaved off 15 minutes, you know? But mm-hmm. there's still 30 minutes I more. know. I'm just <laughs> <gore>. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh... I, I mean, I, w- I really wouldn't change that much about it, you know, right. um, but for me to give something a 10, I think 8.5 is a pretty yeah, high. That's a great score. One. Um, I, I do like it a lot. I think if I if I had to pick between Hereditary or this one, I'd probably go Hereditary just because I like more horror films. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know if this fits into horror. You know, I think sure. I think if you simplify everything down, it'll have to fit into horror. Yeah. Right. But this movie is not a simple movie. No, not you know? at all. So I think if you're to be like, you want to watch a horror film and you just give that to someone, they're going to be like, what was that, man? This is not <laughs> what yeah. I wanted. Yeah, I don't yeah, even know what you did to my brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's so a journey, yeah. It's a, it's eight and a half popcorn bucks. So eight large popcorn buckets and a, and and a, a small. And a small. Yeah. That's funny. I did that today. Yeah. And, a hot, and a hot dog. And a hot dog. And a hot Maybe dog. some nachos. And a little bit of radish and a little bit of mustard. <laughs> and a ketchup. Chocolate <laughs> um, sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would also give it, it 8.5. Yeah, that feels appropriate. Yep. Um, I do love a slow burn. I would maybe even give it a 9. Yeah, I was uh, going to say. Um, I love slow burns. Like, one of my favorite horror <laughs> Slower movies. Slower the better. Four and a half hour movies, man. <laughs> Loves it. I'm, I'm not kidding. Oh, well, four and a half is a bit, a bit <laughs> of a stretch. But, like, yeah, I just love the tension. Uh, one of my favorite horror movies is The Invitation. Mm, such a good movie yeah. yeah that's a slow burn that is oh a slow burn God. until the last 10 minutes eight mm-hmm. minutes you know yeah. like it's it's so slow and so long and drawn out um but, but it holds i love your attention it. yeah i love it um uh and i think that like that's definitely a a trend right now the mm-hmm. slow burn horror movie is a trend i think and i'm i'm excited about it you need to you need to watch a cure for wellness 
Oh great, yeah, great we were film. talking about that not long ago. Yeah, right? you brought it up. It was the director that was going to do the Bioshock film. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, movie. that's why we talked about definitely it, yeah. kind of a slow burn, a little bit more uh, blockbustery, a little bit, sure. you know, kind of than this. But it's this is pretty out of the norm anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, eight. Eight and a half, you said? Eight I and say, a half to nine. I say nine. I'm going to give it a... Eight, eight point seven five. Eight point seven eight two. Do you um, have a bucket of popcorn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think... I, oh, is there anything else you wanted to say about it? Um, I mean... Yeah, no. No, no I don't no, think no. that was it. No, yeah. no. Cool. What do you think, Emma? <laughs> I think <laughs> I'd give it like... I think... Mm, you know what? I'm gonna give it a give it a nine point five, and I would probably give the director's cut a ten. <laughs> what What would make it a ten for you? More gore. More gore. <laughs> I yeah. need a little bit more like horror. Yeah. You know, like it is. Uh, I I do. I would categorize it as a horror movie, but I just want a little more spoop. You know, mm-hmm. like it's super unsettling. But I and and even the first time I watched it, like some of the things that you see are like shocking and just you know like the head trauma and like um you know christian being put in a bear suit and uh (laughs) the the blood eagle like (laughs) that whole thing it's all like oh my god but like i don't know i guess watching it through the second time i'm just like i just want a little bit well like even the scene where the car is driving away in danny's dream sequence Mm -hmm. the look on that guy's face he's that like kind of smile creepy like yeah. that kind of level of creepy is the ta- the stuff i'm talking about mm-hmm. where like yeah. where that pierces right through you have some like visceral kind of carnal reaction yeah. this like wide-eyed creepiness looking as the car is driving away and mm-hmm. you're like oh my god it's like, like it's so oof. unnatural yeah. you know I just wanted a little more of that so if i think maybe if they kind of and like it's hard because it not showing the murder of that first couple from london right. you know mm-hmm. um that leads that that allows you to keep the suspension kind of going on mm-hmm. of of reality Where? of there and be like oh things are fine things are fine but you know they're not fine yeah when when like you know that if your fiance would not be like oh you'll just figure it out you yeah. know so you know something's not fine but maybe just showing i you wonder know, if brains in a little part bit. of that 30 minutes that got cut if some of that is how that I, girl died i was just thinking about that like they roll that. her into the barn at the end and i'm like how did how to happen she looks like waterlogged yeah, yeah. she looks wet icky. hair just like yeah, yeah just like i'm like what happened submerged in a tank know. or something like that i gotta so, know yeah, yeah. i wonder if if that 30 minutes has all of the the deaths because we don't see any of it maybe it's yeah, just you didn't 30 see Mark minutes skinned. of them killing her just her just her but what about mark getting skin yeah. solid and josh oh god yeah yeah we didn't see anybody die mm-hmm. well you see um who's the guy that was uh that he gets hit in the head Cheedy, he gets hit in the head but yeah so or, you see sorry. that the creep- his name in the good place Cheedy? yeah oh Cheedy. Okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's his name plays. on the good place what's what's really so i <laughs> I do not seek these videos out, but I think throughout life you have people be like, oh, watch this messed up video, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was this like prison fights, you know, like these, you know, oh, or convict geez. felony fights, you know, mm-hmm. it's the people that get out of prison and they fight in a dirt lot somewhere. And this one guy gets hit in the head and they like stomp on it a bunch of times. Oh, and Jesus. he makes that noise that he does when the guy gets hit in the head with a hammer that like, mm, mm. no. That's that's what something you do when you have had a lot of trauma to your head. Oh my god. And so that's why that was like really unsettling watching that. I'm like, oh god, they nailed that. Oh my god, I hate because, it. I hate yeah. It. It's it's like you're you're trying to breathe in and your brain is also trying to process what the hell what just the happened. What the heck just happened? Yeah. Oh my god. I know. Oh, oh I hate it. I hate it. Stuff. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
You're like, so anyway, I'd like to just see I more want more blood gore. and guts. Yeah. I want more gore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I wonder how it's Ari great. Aster classifies it. I mean, does he, he probably calls it a horror film, but like if he puts any other. He's like, that is a rom-com if I've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. You see pictures of Ari Aster and he's just this like simple little, like he looks very similar to you actually. <laughs> like, oh, really? He's just kind yeah. of like a, just a regular like looking dude. But and there's just some together. weird stuff going on up there. <laughs> He's like, let's go for a picnic. Oh, okay. And let's push the elders off the cliff. Uh, what? Um, and then no, you're going to wear Ari. flowers <laughs> and deflower the young. Oh, God. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. We didn't even talk about the sex scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't need to. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they were just it's trying just to help a little push from back. A little push from behind, you know. Get in there. Get it done. You're some, about to some die now. Some encouraging singing. And yeah communal moaning right. you know it's normal. so funny it's thank you very much you deflowering. guys we're communal moaning we'll be here all week <laughs> <laughs> but that scene is so funny. funny it is and unsettling it's... you will are laughing because it's, it's an uncomfortable ridiculous. laughter yeah you're just like uh i don't know what else to do yeah. like, and, i can't and when the, the woman is singing to them and he's looking at her and you're kind of like what is this? Mm-hmm. This is so bizarre. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like nervous laughter. Just <laughs> okay. okay. I'll just keep going. I guess. Yeah, no, I guess keep pushing on my butt back there. <laughs> yeah. it's like really get in there. <laughs> yeah, you want to scoop it out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> blah blah blah. Okay. Anyways, right. so Kyle. Yes. <laughs> would you like to plug anything? For yourself, oh, since you're yeah. like a model and stuff. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Um, well, I mean, I guess if I have to. Um, no, yeah, I do. I do modeling. I like. Uh, I like modeling because it's kind of like freeze frame acting, little storytelling. If you guys want to check out my stuff, it's at Kyle Double Underscore Sullivan on Instagram. Um, and actually, I have a, uh, a documentary that's being done about me right now Yay. from Barcroft Studios. Um, actually, they're also known as. Uh, truly lively truly something like that i think they recently just changed the name but barcroft studios um yeah just kind of my transformation uh from going from being an alcoholic and just drinking all the time you know to a competitive powerlifter and a model so yeah. that's uh kind of cool and now a uh, avid podcaster you guys so. <laughs> he'll be back okay. next week yeah oh yeah um he also has a tiktok he also I has do. a tiktok, I have a TikTok. <laughs> it's really funny i have at this point hold on let me let me check on my. Are you at 10K? Sell, oh, <laughs> you have not been following. Um, I am now at 13,000. Holy crap. 13,000 followers. 13K, okay, so baby. Not going to brag, but I got a stimulus check. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal right now. Uh, great. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming. I would love to be on uh, the next one, and that is non-negotiable. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, this is actually Kyle's podcast now. Yeah, so thank you. you. Well, just, uh... Thanks for having my guests, Emma and John, on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, come back to the uh, Red Velvet Cruiser, PG Cruiser in through life. I used to have PG Cruiser. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now I have a Subaru. No, I want to plug soup. my Subaru. It's a soup. <laughs> it's a good soup. I love that soup. I want to say hi to my mom, my dad, my cat, Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Jenica, she's at home studying. Yeah. That's my girlfriend. 
Okay. You did it. I did it. You did it. You plugged the plugs. I'm gonna actually. I'd like some hair plugs. <laughs> you you I don't fine. need hair plugs. You don't need hair plugs. You got yeah. plenty of hair. I got long hair. Anyways. Okay. okay thanks for li- thanks for tuning in. <laughs> um, we are gonna figure out what the theme for next month is. Oh, we yeah. haven't picked one yet, it's so maybe we will throw a little poll on. Mid- um, middle of summer. Let's do middle of winter. Middle mid winter. Midwinter. Midwinter. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram. We're at Red Velvet Seats. Um, and we will update y'all with things on there. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure to subscribe on the Apple Podcast app and also on SoundCloud. And um, you know, maybe give us a little give us a little rate and review. Yeah. That'd be nice, you know, get us out there to a little little five star. Be yeah. nice. Yeah. Give a little review. Yeah. Be yeah. nice. Yeah, same. Anyways. Thanks for tuning in. We'll uh, see you or talk to you next week. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. Bye.